0: sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. If we seek to grow closer to Jesus Christ, one powerful way to do so is by reading, praying with, and studying the Bible. But many Catholics are intimidated at that thought. So how can we ease our way into studying, praying with, sacred scripture. That is the Bible. That's what we're going to be talking about today on Ignition. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, and we want to set your faith ablaze so that you might live the adventure that comes from a relationship with Jesus Christ. Before we get into the topic of the Bible, we want you to know that we love listener feedback. So if you've got questions about today's episode, or if you have ideas for future episodes, please contact us. And the easiest way to do so is by email. The address is ignition at sfcatholic.org. Again, ignition at sfcatholic.org. Dot org. If you have complaints, the address is rcrans at
1: We don't take complaints. But, oh.
0: So that laugh belongs to Renee Crans. once again, my co host for Ignition. Hi, Renee. Hello. Renee, you have an hour, different outfit this week.
1: I have a sort of different outfit.
0: <sighs> I don't because trying to shake it up a little one, bit. One shirt because well, I'm poor.
1: You know, sometimes we record two shows at the same time. Sometimes
0: day and, we do that. You know. So, Renee, um, we have this fun little thing we do before we get serious, <laughs> serious, <laughs> because to be Catholic means to be serious all the time.
1: Of course. Or we are not, not fun at all. At
0: all. Uh, you like to tell us something new mm-hmm. about yourself, in addition to the fact that you've been married to Ryan for 18, 18 years, years and you-
1: Yep. So were... let's skip through all that. Okay. Okay. So
0: Skip I over have, the husband.
1: I have matter. a older brother, who's in Rapid City, uh, who was super into Star Wars when we were kids. And breakdancing. It was awesome. 80s. Yeah. I have a younger sister, five years younger, who is in Minneapolis. And I have a younger brother who is in San Diego, Diego, California area, who is my half-brother, brother brother to us. But he's 16 years younger than me. Wow. So, yeah, I got to change his diapers and stuff. (laughs) Yes, you did. (laughs) But the funny thing is, is my sister and I would change his diapers. Real quick story. And, of course, we didn't like the smell. So we would do this. We would like tag team. And one one would be ready to take it off. And the other one would be holding the the smelly spray you have in the bathroom yeah, to cover yeah, up. Yeah. And we already said, go. And she would spray and hold that down. And Jordan's going to kill me for telling that oh story. Oh, my gosh.
0: <laughs> we'll make sure and get can. this episode to him <laughs> so that he can kill you. And I'll have to find a new co-host. You will. You will. Uh, I don't. So last week, we had a great segue from your journalism mm. award to the news of the gospel. I did not gospel. do a good job. I have time. no way to go from that <laughs> smelly diapers to reading the Bible. There's nothing. <laughs>
1: My job is not to make your job easier, I don't think.
0: <laughs> So I'm just going to make an abrupt transition, <laughs> okay. leave this smelly story behind, and talk about the fragrant aroma that is the <laughs> nice. the sacred inspired word of God. Um, I shouldn't say it quite in that mocking tone because it's too right. true. Not, I mean in a spiritual way. Um, the 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 fragrance which is the inspired word of God, the holy Bible. So just as a as a great way to to kick this episode off, having moved beyond
1: Sorry. anecdotes.
0: <laughs> Saint Jerome, somewhat famously famously in certain circles, said ignorance of scripture is ignorance of Christ. Mm-hmm. Ignorance of the Bible is ignorance of Jesus. So, Wait,
1: does that mean that we have to memorize stuff? What does? I what totally do you interrupted think? you. But does that mean what we have to have okay, things well, let me, before memorized? I, before
0: I, so I said, what do you think? But before you answer your question, um, what's the opposite of ignorance? Knowledge. Does knowledge equate with rote memorization? Necess-
1: no, I don't think so.
0: Necess- no. It can, but not sure. necessarily. Right. Um, so, that's my answer okay, good. to your question. <laughs> <sighs> no, nah, okay. But I
1: uh... there's some things okay, I know te- but I can't tell you which necessarily which
0: well, we, in we every verse we already know that you don't know the order of the gospels from right,
1: <laughs> That's very so, true.
0: <laughs> let's, let's give you a chance to redeem yourself this week. Four gospels. Seriously?
1: Okay, like, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John.
0: Nice work, C- Mrs. Kranz. It just
1: happened well, 20 minutes ago. Well
0: done. Uh, that was last week. What do you mean? Right. Different, different outfit. Um, yeah, so I, I think, I, I don't think we have to be able to, it, it, if we can't memorize, cite chapter and verse, right. that doesn't mean we don't know a scripture. Okay, good. I'll just say this, because we'll come back to this later. Um, it, it, but as you spend time with the Bible, though, you're going to just naturally okay. pick up on words, phrases, whole sentences, mm-hmm. even um, maybe even sentences at a time, even because you see them repeatedly and you right. you meditate on them. So they right. will sink in. Now, so here's an example. Um, just the other day, I was talking with somebody on the phone, and I I referred to, I pretty much cited. I have a pretty much verbatim, Matthew 28, 19, and 20. Um, Jesus said, go make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always till the end of the age. Um, I'm not sure, actually. I'm pretty sure it's 19 and 20, but I'm not absolutely, I, I know the verse or verses, but I'm not absolutely sure.
1: It's around there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So God is
0: love. We just read that a few weeks ago uh, when we are still in the Christmas season for daily mass. That's in one of St. John's letters. Okay. Right? So I can't, like, there okay. are a few, John three sixteen for God so love the world that he sent Elizabeth and mm-hmm. son. Like, there are a few verses maybe that, that I know chapter and verse, but I, I do know the Bible okay. pretty well, but I can't cite but I, I can't tell you what chapter and verse necessarily. Every single thing. Does that is. make sense? Okay. Yep. Okay.
1: Okay. So you were saying St. Jerome before ignorance I rudely interrupted you. But
0: So ignorance of Scripture is ignorance of Christ. And your question was, that, does that mean that I have to quote, cite chapter and verse? No, but I think – <laughs> so, again, what you said, the opposite of ignorance is what?
1: Knowledge.
0: So we have to have some – it implies a knowledge, a familiarity with. So – if we really want to know Jesus, and here in the diocese of Zo Falls, again, Bishop's vision, mm-hmm. lifelong Catholic missionary discipleship through God's love. To be a disciple of Jesus means to be in relationship with him. A good relationship with mm-hmm. him. Right. Not a not a long distance relationship, <laughs> but close what relationship where we're follow, seeking to follow him closely and what he taught us and how he lived, etc. If we're going to follow him as his disciples, If I'm going to have a relationship with him, um, if I'm going to know him, I have to know about him. Mm -hmm. If I want to have, a so not just Jesus, but God, all three persons. If I want to have a relationship with God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, I have to know about him. Um, We've talked about this on on Ignition, on Biblical Bites, on Catholic Views. You can't have a relationship with somebody without knowing something about them. Right. Uh, so there has to be knowledge about God and and what's it's not the only way but but one of the best ways for us to to come to know more about who and what our God is specifically the second person Jesus is by reading the Bible mm-hmm. and particularly the the Gospels. Mm-hmm. So if we're going to take our faith seriously, if we're going to take here in the Diocese of Sioux Falls um, our bishop's vision and his call to us seriously. If we're going to grow in relationship with God, um I don't I don't know if it's absolutely necessary, but it's a really good idea to familiarize familiarize ourselves with the Bible mm-hmm. because, because it is uniquely the inspired word of God. Mm-hmm. Every every word in the original, you know, the Hebrew and the Greek and so on. Every word in the Bible is inspired by God. A human author mm-hmm. one day wrote these words down. Um, and they were real authors. They were, I'm going to write this. They, frankly, they probably didn't even know they were being inspired right, at the time. Right. But they were. God was, uh, even though they were unaware of it, God was um, leading their mind, their heart, and in a sense their hand. Mm-hmm. So they weren't dictating, they weren't in a trance. Right. they were writing uh, and we see that clearly like it's clear, especially there's some of St. Paul's letters where he he sort of pauses and wait, let me say this and it's clear they don't they're not saying um, it's not being dictated what they're saying. it's I'm writing this down. Well, we know through, frankly through the authority of the church, uh, we, we've come to recognize that some of those documents written by the apostles or the earliest Christians were literally inspired by God. So the word inspired, guesses what that means, Renee?
1: Well, as you're saying that, I'm thinking that I kind of can can understand what they maybe were feeling like, because as a writer myself, and I, have, I write things for the Bishop's Bulletin, I sometimes do feel inspired right. by... God. I hope that's who it is. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Um so inspired. LED. Um
0: so if you if you know. if you break it down inspire or inspiration. Inspiration. I need, no, you're, okay. All right. Blank. I have no idea what you mean, Chris. Um, (laughs) To breathe into. Okay. To spire. So it comes from, uh, the Greek word is theonoustos. God God breathed. breathed.
1: So is it bad for me to say if I like I'm inspired well, when no, I'm I th- writing. Well, no, I think
0: I think so. You know, it's not necessarily. Like Gospels, we oftentimes obviously. use uppercase and lowercase, or right. capital and and uh, lowercase. It's Like a
1: lowercase inspiration. It's a like a lower. <laughs> it's
0: a, like a, it's the I with the dot, not the I with the right. Whatever. It's not a capital. <laughs> so so the Bible alone is um, capital I inspired. Certainly, the Lord works in our mind and mm-hmm. our heart too. But when I write something, so I'm sorry, Renee, but like your your. Uh, your stories for the bishop's bulletin you a bus your editing of the bishop's bulletin <laughs> they're not capital i inspired but they can be lowercase i right. inspired certainly so what's the difference well to be capital i inspired means that every word every word frankly every letter mm-hmm. is intended by the human author and the divine author alike okay everything in the bible is there on purpose okay. And, and, and it has something to say for our salvation. So my, 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 my go-to example, you know, so we're, we're, as folks are listening to this, it's, it's early February and maybe people are listening to Father Mike Schmidt's fantastic mm-hmm. new podcast reading, mm-hmm. um, reading, well, I guess listening, going through the year, the Bible in a yep. year, other people might have, you know, there's a lot of reading plans to read the Bible cover yep. to cover in a year. And it's it's maybe not quite in February, but usually sometime February March when you get to, you, you pass through Genesis and Exodus, and now you get into Numbers mm-hmm. and Leviticus. <laughs> Numbers, a bunch of censuses, Sensi. Sen- yeah, I
1: don't know. <laughs> um,
0: and Leviticus, and a bunch of of ritual <laughs> yeah. l- rules, mm-hmm. laws, and that's where most people peter out. <laughs>
1: I think I've actually done that before. (laughs) I was going to, like, I'm going to read the whole Bible. Like I said, got through the first two. And then you're like, whoa.
0: We've (laughs) talked before about, you know, one of the things with the Diocese of Falls, I have the EQUIP program, Mm -hmm. which is to equip lay men and women to be missionary disciples. Um, And uh, about a month ago, they were going through, they'd have to read Leviticus, but they had to read Numbers. And they,
1: you, do you skip Leviticus or you just aren't there yet?
0: <laughs> no, they, they, they skip. We focus on the narrative books of the Bible okay. and Numbers is a narrative book, okay. even though it gets, can I say Sleepy? this? Sleepy? It seems my reception <laughs> of it is it's boring okay. or it can it can be that. But as I remind the folks in Equip, I remind anybody who who's wondering about this, Numbers and Leviticus and Deuteronomy... Are inspired. Mm-hmm. So even though we may not, okay, what? Is,
1: what? Why what? are these Ooh, in what? here? <laughs>
0: There's a reason. Mm-hmm. And somehow it matters for my salvation. So, capital I inspired. I'm sorry, but that's not true about the bishop's bulletin. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, right? I'm
1: kind of glad. Right. No, no, that's a yeah. less pressure. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: I'm off the hook. <laughs> So, so the Bible alone is inspired, um, and we, and as such, it is God's word. And so we who are able to read, why not read it? Mm-hmm. Again, if we're going to draw closer to Jesus Christ, if we're going to enter into relationship with him, why wouldn't we read the Bible? So that's what we're talking about in just a minute was why don't we? read the Bible. But if you're just tuning in and listening to Ignition, I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, talking today with Renee Kranz about reading the Bible, basically how and why we do so. So Renee, just maybe your own personal experience or maybe, you know, asking for a friend. Um, why why do you think that we can, as Catholics, can be so hesitant and this is changing. To be honest, mm-hmm. like we used to say this, and it'd be very true that most Catholics don't really know that we hear it at Mass all the time. Mm-hmm.
1: And maybe that's why, because we we're like, well, I hear it at Mass. I don't need to read it.
0: But we don't really like you said like your question at the at the top of the show. Like, does that mean I have to quote chapter and verse? <laughs> I, we- I think
1: that has a lot to do with it because you you a lot of Protestants, especially evangelicals, can do that, and but they're kind of trained to do that from very young right so um that is it feels intimidating
0: so so what exactly is intimidating
1: uh that idea that you might have to remember stuff and if you're not very good at remembering
0: stuff right right yeah so so to know the bible well means to memorize i am not good at that so i'm not going to read the bible right Okay. Uh, any any other things? Again, maybe f- for you personally, or for yeah, folks. For me who you personally,
1: know? and actually, I was going to ask you if you can do this sometime in this conversation. I have done a couple different Bible studies. I'm trying to do one now. Trying being the operative word. I find myself falling in and out of it. Okay. You know, it, it's just hard to uh, soldier on. I guess, <laughs> which sounds terrible, but I mean, persevere. really, it, yeah, persevere. It, it's sometimes is sometimes it's difficult.
0: What else? To keep up with it. Anything? So that's another reason why not. So so to read it and to persevere through reading. Can be, why why can't it be hard?
1: It's just super easy to let all kinds of other things get in the way. For okay. me.
0: Okay. So, so other things might distract us. Mm-hmm. Or is it that they seem more interesting or not necessarily that?
1: Mm, I don't know. For some, Maybe I'm too lazy to do it.
0: Well, so the reason, I, I mean, the reason I'm sort of probing there, <laughs> yeah. um, and I think this would be helpful to many people. The reason I'm, I'm probing there, um, if we love doing something, mm-hmm. we'll spend time
1: doing it. Oh, yeah. It.
0: So if, if if for some reason we find that it's hard, like we have to soldier on, mm-hmm. we have to persevere and read the Bible, that means for some reason we're not loving it. So why aren't we, and this is not reflecting on you as a bad right. Catholic or right. a bad Christian, um
1: I'm just a normal Christian, I think.
0: <laughs> so why, why in any sense right now? And if not, you can, you can uh, get, I the, think I, I'm
1: just a procrastinator and I just put things off for something that seems more enjoyable at the moment.
0: Okay. So it's not enjoyable in the moment. Yeah. Okay. Um, any, I, any I do
1: like learning about this stuff because I love reading books about my faith and stuff, but just a lot of times it's like, eh,
0: You'd I don't rather feel do like it right now. So. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think also some reason, another reason why Catholics can be hesitant. So they've tried reading it before. What the heck is going on?
1: It's, there's a lot to be confused about. Right.
0: So especially if, again, you try to do the Bible a year thing and you start mm. at the beginning and you're just, okay, creation heard of that, but okay, uh, science tells me this. and. Mm-hmm is this really what it means and
1: and there's some ap- apparent contradictions that throw people right, off sometimes right. and i think it's i think it's good to uh i've done a gos- uh, through the gospels with kind of a guide right i think it's good to have some sort of guide
0: so a commentary can be very helpful yes. because we don't like
1: we don't know what we don't even What's know. Going
0: on some <laughs> things, like certainly, like some like the Gospels are an example. Like that's a little bit easier to make mm-hmm. sense of. Mm-hmm. But if you're trying to make your way through again, like a Numbers mm-hmm. uh, or Leviticus or Deuteronomy, um, or even 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 books like the Exodus, which we know so well because of Hollywood portrayals <laughs> yeah. of of um, like the movie The Ten Commandments, Charlton mm-hmm. Eston. But still, even as you're reading that, like, okay, wait, why, what? Mm-hmm. Um, I I had Dr. Scott Hahn as a professor for a couple of classes.
1: Oh, lucky uh, you. My
0: undergrad. Um, and and I'm bringing him up because he, and I was talking about this with the equip folks recently. Um, he was the one, he talked about the holy huh. Probably still <laughs> talks, probably talks about. Probably. But I haven't had class with him for many years. Um, the holy huh. So when you're reading the Bible, um, oftentimes what will happen is you're reading, like, wait, what? What? Like, Huh? Yeah. And what we we should do there is stop. Okay. And investigate. And make that a holy huh. But usually We're like
1: stop. I'm s- not going to read this anymore. <laughs> or or it's a
0: speed bump like wait wait what? Okay, who knows. Well, keep and that keep can, going.
1: That can also hang you up later and right. without you even really realizing it.
0: Correct. So I think that that's a, that's another that we try to read it and we don't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, and then secondly, related, what it means in itself, but then what does it matter to me? So again, I'm reading the Old Testament. Maybe I'm understanding it. Maybe it's not like, like what's going on? But I, have, it, it's just history. Like, okay, this is, mm-hmm. this is telling me about what happened thousands of years ago. What does this matter for me today? We talked last week about the gospel's good news mm-hmm. and how it matters for me, not just when I die, but for today. What is the distant past? What is the Old Testament, for example? What is it? I mean, Jesus I can kind of see, mm-hmm. but why do I really care about the prophets or David? Like how does it matter for me today? So understanding the text, but then also seeing its 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 relevance mm-hmm. to my life today, mm-hmm. I think are are other reasons why Catholics don't read the Bible. Mm-hmm. A third one that comes to my mind is, and this is, again, becoming less true over time, but for a long time, Catholics didn't read the Bible because that's what Protestants do. <laughs> and we, we're not supposed to be like them, yeah. so we right. can't read the Bible. Bill, is this coming through on the... Uh, okay, good. <laughs> when <Well>, I'm whispering.
1: <laughs> that was my first thought of like, can they hear you?
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think that... now again, I think it's that's over time becoming... So, Thanks be to God. There are all so many resources I mentioned for the Mike Schmidt's mm-hmm. podcast right now. Jeff Cavins, what he's doing, um, his Great Adventure Bible Timeline is really yeah. popularized in a relatively easy way for Catholics to get the big picture mm-hmm. of of the Bible, but just by focusing on, what is it, 14 narrative books, right. the, the the ones that tell the story of salvation. Um, so there's all sorts of resources out there, many parishes, uh, individual Catholics, small groups. Are growing in their understanding yep. of the Bible. More
1: Bible studies. More
0: Bible mm-hmm. studies, but we're all called to do that. Mm-hmm. It's not just for oh, oh, you must it's, be Renee. You're, you're you're you must be holy. You <laughs> must be so.
1: Heaven's. I mean, I I try, right. but. <laughs> Not very good at it a lot of the time.
0: So we're all invited yeah. to read the Bible. We're all invited to do so. So when you, let's so I want to go back to sort of, you talked about some of the obstacles. Um, what difference has reading the Bible made in your life? Is there anything that comes to mind where, because you're reading the Bible, because you're spending time in the written word of God more, what difference does it make?
1: I think it makes mass more meaningful. Um, <clears throat> you start to remember these readings more often because you're reading them more. And so they, they will hit you different every time you hear them then. Um, it helps you build your relationship with God too. Uh helps you understand salvation history. When you're talking about the Old Testament, I always think of the book, Bible Basics for Catholics. Yes. I think that's the one where the, I can't remember who the, who wrote. John Bergsman. Yes. He draws the uh, stick figures yes. for each. <laughs> I love that book, but it really explains our salvation history and how God has continued to pursue us over and over again through history. And, I mean, to me, that makes a big difference to understand that.
0: Right, right. So so with that in particular— because um, there's the relational, which is sort mm-hmm. of when you pray with the Bible and you mm-hmm. study, you can yeah, have a relationship. Quite, I
1: haven't quite picked so up on yet. We'll so. talk about
0: that uh, just a little bit be- before we we wrap up today. But just understanding what's going on mm-hmm. in Scripture, and because we see how God works, and you see how oh, there is a plan here. Mm-hmm. This is, the whole thing, including the Old Testament, is not just random stories right. about random people. No, there's a clear progression. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a there, there's there's a, a, a it's the thread it's a cable i mean it's it's thick <laughs> it's, it's a rope up, yeah. <laughs> that's running through the entire bible mm-hmm. that when you come to be when you like whether it's John Bergsma or or Jeff Cavins or the many other great bible study authors who are out there when when through their their guides and studies you become aware of what that plan is it does really like things click mm-hmm. you have those oh light bulb yep, moments where yep. The lights come on you're like, oh, that's and
1: they'll come at different times. And you may have even heard this particular spot many times, and then you're like, Oh, wait a second, I just heard something or it hit me different. Maybe it's because of different experiences you've had in your life since the last time you heard it. Exactly.
0: Right, right. So so I think it's important to study the Bible so that we can sort of see God's master plan, Mm -hmm. if you will. Um But as we've said throughout, and we're just talking about a little bit, it's also to to read the Bible and to do so prayerfully, um, we come come to know him more deeply. Mm -hmm. And the more we, just like any other, like a human person, the more we know about somebody, the more we're able to know them in a personal, relational way. So- praying with studying the Bible, but also praying with the Bible, I think is a really important thing. The church has always done this. I mean, the Bible, scripture has been part of the church's formal prayer in the mass and the sacraments from the beginning, but even for us individually, for us to spend time, for, for scripture to be part of our personal prayer, I think it's so important. Again, not just to understand but to get to know God mm-hmm. in a personal way, mm-hmm. so you said that that can be a that's been a challenge yeah, for you. I
1: guess when you say praying with the Bible, I don't know if I really know what that means. You know, are you, I I can you explain that?
0: So what's what's your just real quick? What's your guess of what it means? Like when you say you don't know. You say, I don't, no I'm idea. not even really sure. Okay, great. You so, know, how
1: do you do that? I don't know.
0: So what I do, I love it when you're honest, because usually you're not.
1: I'm just the uh, audience. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: shush. That was slow. <laughs> um, to pray with means that when I sit down to pray, so I, I don't do this all the time. I don't do this all the time. Um, what I tend to do when I'm trying to pray with the Bible is I'll just read it and I just because I am so, because I have been right. reading it for a long time, sometimes familiarity breeds, quote unquote, contempt. I don't have contempt for the Bible, right. but I, I can skim. I just, to be honest, Renee, just in the last couple of weeks, I've been like, I need to like, um, I'm like, if you're listening to this, I'm like cupping my hand, like cherish mm-hmm. and almost like nurture the word as I'm praying with it. So to pray with scripture means... To, to first of all, to, I think, begin by praying, Lord, help me to understand okay. what I'm going to read and asking for the insight and inspiration of the Holy Spirit to understand what God has for me in the passage that I'm going mm-hmm. to read. But then as I'm reading that passage, where it's, it's it's not so much about a Bible study, but getting to know God through this more, just really, like um, again, slowly reading it and yeah, like nurturing. Maybe just
1: sitting with it more Sit, yeah. instead of yeah, meditating. Racing on, through it
0: instead of just racing through it. Like it might be a passage, especially the gospels that you've heard or read dozens of times, mm-hmm. maybe. But even that passage that you've heard countless times before, just when it, when it's brought before your attention, maybe like like me. Maybe you're somebody who part of your daily prayer is to pray with the mass readings from uh, the mm-hmm. the Bible readings from mass for the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've read those passages countless times. But they have something for me today. Mm -hmm. Knowledge of scripture is knowledge of Christ. And we are all called to deepen our knowledge of who Jesus Christ is, what he's done for us, and to have a personal relationship with him. Mm -hmm. So that make we just got a few seconds left. Yeah.
1: No, that helps.
0: Yeah. So so if you listen to this, I really would invite you. I've mentioned John, we've mentioned John Bergzema's book, Bible Basics for Catholics. Peter Kraft has a great book. You can understand the Bible. But feel free to reach out anytime. Email us here at Ignition with any questions. And that will wrap up this episode. So the email address is ignition at sfcatholic.org. Again, ignition at sfcatholic.org. So reach out if you have any ideas for future episodes or any questions about what we've discussed today. And until next time, may God bless you.